Hello and welcome to Decoding Duchenne, brought to you by the charity Duchenne UK, with me, Claire Runacres. Steroids have been prescribed to children with Duchenne muscular dystrophy for more than 20 years and are now part of the recognised standard of care. They slow the progression of muscle weakness, delay breathing and heart problems, and reduce the development of scoliosis, or curvature of the spine. But there are side effects. Children grow at a slower rate than their peers and have a delayed puberty. Today, we're going to talk about a potential remedy for that. Could giving boys testosterone help? I'm joined by Dr. Volker Straub, a consultant in neuromuscular genetics and paediatrics at Newcastle University. Hello. Hello, Claire. What exactly is testosterone? So testosterone is a hormone, first of all. It's a, a sex hormone, and we refer to it as a anabolic steroid, and it's particularly important for the puberty development in males. Females also have testosterone, actually, but the levels of testosterone in an adult male are about 30 times as high as in prepubertal boy. So it's really important that during puberty, the testosterone levels go up so that you develop, if you're a boy, into a man. I mean, that's, that's really one of the most important functions. Part of this, of course, affects your muscle and your bone, your primary and secondary sexual characteristics. So testosterone is a really important hormone for the development from a, a boy into a male. And steroid use such as that used in Duchenne muscular dystrophy has seen an interference in children's growth and a slowdown in puberty. How do steroids interfere with that natural progression? So steroids are a hormone as well, and they suppress some of the functions that testosterone would normally induce as well. For example, they would suppress the function of growth hormone. And we know that boys with Duchenne muscular dystrophy are small anyway, even untreated, but with steroids, with glucocorticoids, like prednisone and deflazacord, their height is even more suppressed. So with testosterone, we hope to have a positive effect counteracting some of the, the negative side effects of prednisolone or deflazacord. We hope that there are positive effects on bone, on muscle itself, of course on puberty development, but also on actually the mood and well-being. And you're currently running a trial in Newcastle into this, aren't you? Can you tell me a little bit about it? How many children are in, involved? So in trials, often we have control groups to see whether a treatment is really effective. Now with testosterone, this is slightly different because if you give someone testosterone, you can't give a placebo or blind this because you would induce the growth of a beard, for example. So it will be very quickly revealed whether you're on testosterone or right, not. Okay. So therefore, we, we have only treated patients with testosterone and we don't have a control group here. Um, we have recruited 15 boys or young men between the age of 12 and 17 in Newcastle. We have treated them with testosterone for two years. How do you give them testosterone? Uh, because it's a, a hormone similar to something like insulin, which you can't take orally because it would be digested. So you have to give it intramuscularly as an injection and you give it normally every four weeks. So once every four weeks you get an intramuscular injection. It's less painful than intravenous and it's um, fairly quick and uh, 
Easy so to administer. It's very easy to administer. It can be administered by GPs as well. You don't necessarily need to come to the center. So the patients have been treated for two years, and we are currently planning a, a follow-up study to look at the, the long-term effects of testosterone because it's not really clear how long a positive testosterone effect will last. So how long you need to be treated with it? Is so, that what you're saying? So you, we, we... Or whether it sort of flushes out of the body after a while, yes. does it? Yes. So testosterone treatment in other condition is sometimes lifelong. For example, if you have a condition where you don't produce testosterone, then you would need to apply it lifelong. If you just want to induce puberty, it's often only given temporarily. Mm -hmm. In our study, we have given it for two years and have then stopped it. Okay. What benefits or what effects have you seen as a consequence of... So we, we are just still looking at the last patient and we can't do comprehensive data analysis before the last patient has finished his last visit. And the reason for this is that you don't want to have any bias when you look at the data. So you only look at the data once they are complete and there's a so-called data lock. This is happening in the next two months. So what we will look at, and we don't know yet what the outcome is, we will look at bone health, we will look at muscle health as well, have boys better muscle, and we will do this by MRI, but also by functional assessment. We will, of course, look at puberty itself, so testicular volume. We will look at um, you know, secondary sexual characteristics, and we will particularly ask patients how they feel, whether they are happy and satisfied with the treatment, because we do think that testosterone can actually also have a positive impact on just how you feel. What's your feeling? Do you feel like it's been a successful trial? Uh, what's great to see is that all the patients were keen to stay in the trial. You can often look at so-called dropout rates, whether the trial is accepted. And if patients stay in the trial, it's normally a good sign. So I'm, I'm very pleased. And definitely talking to the patients, they were very glad to be in the trial. They have, uh, and you can see with many of them having now beards and having more um, so-called secondary uh, sexual characteristics, even a deeper voice is something that, you know, contributes to the self-confidence of well being patients. Their well-being and esteem, yes. absolutely. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, we've been contacted by parents with a few questions, which I'm hoping you'll be able to answer. One of them was, what's the best age to start taking testosterone if you're going to take it? Normally, we would take it when we expect puberty to start. There is no specific age when puberty starts, but you could say that about 50% of boys, normal healthy boys, by the age of 12 will show Some surges signs. in testosterone. Yes, yeah. some signs of puberty. So we were quite generous in our inclusion age from 12 to 17. But actually looking at the data we have collected now, I think that between 12 and 14, probably rather earlier than later, mm -hmm. is a good age to start. And does it matter how you take that? I mean, is it can you only take it intramuscularly? Or? So that, that's the most convenient way, actually. And then you need to only take it once every four weeks. What you do is you increase this, the dosage of testosterone as well. You start with a fairly low dose, and then you increase the dose, um, which is also physiologically. I mean, it's not that uh, during normal puberty you all of a sudden have an increase, so this is gradually happening. 
And yes, I mean, this is something that can be uh, prescribed also by the GP and administered. So um, you could do that at home, could you, an intramuscular well, jab? Or do you, you need can, to go to a, you a can. surgery to get it, it done? It's something that we have also discussed with patients. I mean, because it's over two years. And then uh, in the same way that patients with diabetes do their Inject own their injections. Mm. It's not intramuscular what they do. So normally it's best probably for a physician to be involved. But with a bit of training, it could yeah. be managed at home. There's some anecdotal evidence that steroid use affects penis size. Have you heard that? Is that true, do you know? Well, the the reason why people are aware of this is that if you do not start puberty, then your penis size and the size of your testicles remain small like in a boy. Right. And if this is something that someone who's 15 or 16 sees of course that has a huge impact on Emotion. your your own you know confidence on your emotion mm. the psychology inducing puberty means that you also actually increase the testicular and penis size so it's so an you, effect so you, of testosterone so i was yes. going to say using testosterone would help that transition to yes. a, 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 a so it's basically inducing puberty that would increase your your so what we say, virilization, so from a boy to a man, all the, the, the primary sexual characteristics and secondary will all be induced by testosterone. That's what we hope to see and have seen in most of our patients. Just to be clear, what are the primary sexual and the secondary? So primary, then, this is specifically looking at testicles. Mm -hmm. Secondary is when you look at your bone, your hair grows, beard, your voice, voice yeah. as well. Okay. Parents have also asked whether you, you could potentially use testosterone in combination with other treatments. I mean, would it be, would it have an effect on somebody who is having gene therapy or using something like tamoxifen, for instance? So because testosterone is a natural hormone, and as we said, that, you know, if you wouldn't be treated with glucocorticoids, boys with Duchenne would develop normally into um, they would have puberty men. at a normal they age. Would, yeah, exactly. I mean, we we know that boys who do not take steroids for whatever reason will, you know, have normal pubertal development. Mm -hmm. So therefore, that already suggests that there's no reason why you shouldn't take testosterone and why it would exclude you from any of the other treatments. What is important to discuss before you start is that if you're planning to be enrolled in a specific trial, that this trial does not have testosterone treatment as an exclusion criteria. Mm -hmm. We have discussed this with many companies already, and because testosterone is becoming more standards of care as well, it can't really be refused. And we have seen that companies are very open-minded about this. So I currently don't see any reason why you should not take testosterone just because you are interested in another trial or treatment. Equally, you shouldn't just go off, go out, buy it off the counter and give it to your child. It's something you need to discuss with your doctor. Yes. And particularly when it comes to testosterone, I think ideally you want to have a consultation with an endocrinologist. Uh, many boys with Duchenne muscular dystrophy and many young men will have this as part of their interdisciplinary care because we would like to then also look at testicular volume, at bone health, and ideally I think this should be done in discussion with an endocrinologist. So you're absolutely right, Claire. Do not buy it off the Internet because you don't actually know what you're getting. 
you know, make sure that this is something that is prescribed in a, a clinical care setting. Thank you very much, Volker. Dr. Volker Straub there. And his research into a potential testosterone treatment for DMD children is continuing. And you can find out more details about it and how it progresses at the Duchenne UK website at www.duchenneuk.org. Do contact us there too about other topics for future podcasts. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, recommend us to your friends and join us next time. Music.